Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, RNA Sports, and Cox ATA Martial Arts proudly brings to you the reigning, undisputed radio tag team champions of the world, the Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG, we are Nerd Thug Radio. It's Ned. Ned with the cough in the bag. There he is. I'll let your boy. You're listening to us on Conos FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Boy, oh boy, does it feel good to be back. He's returned from his long, I have returned? long journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we really missed you. You was, did miss me. It was me. awful. All I kept getting were text messages from Nico like, I really wish you were here. <laughs> you Nico doesn't me. even have your number. You've left me with... My brother, and it is awful. I, I need <laughs> you back. I need you in my life. I don't think he said that. Yeah, several times he said, I need you in my life. There's no way that's true because I was beating him pretty consistently, so he didn't have time to text you. Yeah, whenever, you know, in between sessions. I was whipping him like a in mule. In between sessions. Don't forget, you can check us out at facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio or nerdthugradio.com. Corey, do we have that merch site up yet? Uh, we do, but I want to kind of work on some things on it. But yeah, we we're coming available s- to sell. Coming soon, we're gonna have all kinds of NTR merch for you yeah. at your pleasure to buy. Yeah, get you some sweaters, mugs, yeah. some sweater mugs, some, some sweater, sweater mugs. for your mugs. I don't. I didn't see that. It's like koozies. Well, there are over like two hundred fifty-two items on there. They're called so koozies, Corey. Yeah, oh. called koozies. Sweater mug. Oh. <laughs> Sweater mug. Okay. So I have returned from uh, the land of the mouse. Yeah? How was it? It was good. It was really good. I um, Did they make a buy offer for us? Uh, no. Oh, I, I, I learned two new things about myself while I was at the land of the mouse. I am super fascinated with European accents. Oh, my God. I could sit and listen to them all day long. That's fair. That's fair. All day long. That's fair. Like, on the you know, you, you, go, you haven't been in a while, but, you know, when you were there, it was probably the same way. You take those... Uh, the Disney buses will take you to parks. Yeah, and, and so stuff. we were just at. A, I just did. I went to Universal with the with right, the yeah, wedding. Okay, thing. That's right. So you got those those buses that take you everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And I swear to you, every time we got on the bus, the couple that sat across from us was from Europe. <laughs> I just intently listened to every. It was just normal, common words. Oh my god. Yeah, it I. So different. It's amazing. It's like I was English, striking up conversations in lines with because okay, it was me and two couples. Right, and so, so we're talking about wheel. we're talking about stuff, wheel. and we're Not having a good wheel, time. Fifth wheel, fifth wheel. But uh, but anytime there was like a girl standing around, I, I was talking to her just because. There's so many foreign people. Yes. Like, this is the off-season, right? So it's not summer. This is so the closest I'm going to get to going to Europe at the moment. Probably, yeah. And so I, I felt the same way. Uh, I talked to this one girl uh, for an entire... We actually had to stand in line for one thing. It was like maybe 30 minutes. Like, there were no lines at Universal. If you want to go to Universal, it's uh, the time to go is obviously... Yeah, right now. September. Uh, yeah, probably even right now. September, October. Uh, I mean, the lines were like 10 minutes. Uh, matter of fact, we, we were using our Fast Passes, and a lot of times the ride attendant was like, the wait's five minutes. I don't care. I want to be on first. Okay, here you go. Uh, but I talked to this girl for probably 15 minutes. She was from London, oh. and she was over here staying with some family, and I was like, oh, okay, is it like your holiday or whatever? And she was like, no, I just finished, and I haven't started uni yet. So, <laughs> right, uni, uni, and uh, and so you know, just kind of you know, why not see see America while I'm while I have time? There's and I also like, a Disney Europe. There is, uh, but it's probably I mean, it's not as big as the yeah. Magic Kingdom, but but yeah. So they so were like, great. they were like, yeah, I just you know, why not while I have the time? And I was like, your life is so much better than mine. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. all right, let's go, children. I was like, oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> so the whole time I'm like, all right, children, let's go. Hey, children. <laughs> like, dad, stop. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> That's so fascinating. And then someone stopped me because uh, Patrick, the groom's, uh, the groom of the wedding, the group, he had a, a Texas hat on. Okay. Uh, and it was a Texans, Houston Texans. And so someone stopped us probably three or four times. And we're like, are you guys from Texas? Hmm. We're from Texas. Nah. And yeah, Patrick's I, like, well, this is Houston, Houston Texans. So we're from Houston. And he and they were like, oh, that's great. Man, there's so many like different people here. It's so cool to see someone from Texas. And we were like, we were like, where are you from? And they were like, Austin. And I was like, aren't you not used to different people in Austin? Yeah. Like, no, Houston is the has the largest multiple like nationalities. I believe that in the city. I totally than any other that. any other country. Uh, you know, we actually also have now passed Austin 
as the cool city of Texas. Heck yeah, we are cool. I mean, we thought so, but you're a dad and I have no tastes. So yeah. <laughs> energy capital of the world, we're like, like super important. I was like, listening to this. But we're now the cool city. <laughs> I had my Astros hat. Me and Willie had Astros hats on the whole time. And we kept getting like other people in Astros hats. And like, go Astros! <laughs> Five years ago, that never would have no. happened. They no. They would have been like, what is that? A star? Four, I don't understand. Four years ago when we were in Disney, no one knew. No, no one, one even yeah. said anything yeah. to me. Uh, it was funny, like just the simplest things. Like I was sitting across from this. Uh, it was a, uh, I guess the husband, the wife, and the two toddlers, and like two older women. So I don't know if they both brought their moms with them. Probably uh, it's very European. It sounds and, like. Uh, <laughs> so she was like, she was asking the kid where you going. She's like, Charlie, you can't be going nowhere. You're always going somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that is so philosophical. <laughs> and it's like the I'm not ready for this right just, now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's blowing my mind right now. When you're right, you're right, Granny. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, Russell Brand. Uh, there's some right. He does great interviews, right? And there's this great clip of he. There's this. I don't, it's a British morning talk show okay. that I guess he regularly goes on to to pimp his stuff. Way and, to go, Russ. And uh, at some point, uh, one of them, they're like, "Okay, well, we're out of time." And he's like, "You're never out of time. It's infinite. It's everywhere. We don't even really know what it is. You can't <laughs> run out of it." And, um, and then they're like. Are we got to go commercials now? Yeah, the guy's <laughs> like, well, we're going to take a break, though. And the other guy's like, that's true. We're it's not very out true, of time. Russell. Very, very true. <laughs> the other thing that I learned about myself. Okay. I love to hail me a cab. Really? There's just so much power in it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You're just standing there, and you're like, snap the finger, and they just, they scoot up. You're like, yeah, that's mine. Yeah, I did that. I loved it. So they told us we stayed at the Art of Animation, okay, uh, which okay. is literally across the street from the ESPN Worldwide of Sports, where Sadie okay. is competing. I knew, I, I know exactly where you're um, at. And so they had told us when we, we rented it that they had a bus that would take us to and from for free. Uh, so I called the night before her first competition day to uh, clarify. Yeah, and like, oh yeah, it starts running at seven a.m. We get there, come to find out, no, they don't. They don't. They don't have a bus that goes to that place. So you're gonna have to take a cab. I was like, okay. And so I walk out, and I'm super like ticked off at this point. Right. I'm in the most magical place in the world, and they can't take and now a bus I'm mad across the they street. They can't get a bus right. across the street. No, I agree. And so I, I see this cab over there, and we're waiting for like the bellhop person. I was like, no. I raise my hand, motion, and they just come over. I was like, oh, that felt so good. <laughs> I was like, it ah. immediately made you. Yeah. Less I was angry. like, I feel so much better now. Oh, I'm gonna throw it. Sorry, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh oh my gosh that was so uh, we're recording this during the Texans Dolphins game I've got a huge wager on on the line here so I am playing the nerd ninja of Cox ATA this week uh, in fantasy football and the winner has to do something for the loser so that was good for me but Helling caps all weekend long I was like mm, here let's go let's She's go like, you don't want to take no we'll, we'll take a cab we'll I take a cab we'll like, do the you cab. use your Uber app nah, no no nah. mm-hmm. I, I don't want that interaction I want to be like. Snap my finger and I want the car to pull up and get me. Plus, I don't know that there's that much of a. I don't think there's that significant a price difference between a cab and an Uber at this no, point. No, there's really not. I mean, it costs us. So we had to do it four times. That's it. Four times. One, two, yeah, four times. And with tip, it cost me like seven bucks a, a, a ride. Yeah. So I mean, twenty-eight bucks for two days. Not bad for transportation. Um, I do have a cab horror story while we were in Vegas. Ooh, I love cab horror stories. Okay, so we're in Vegas. Uh, this is for my parent. My parents' fiftieth birthday and they're, they're the same year so they celebrated it together in vegas kids a whole group of like there were probably 30 people all who came out okay. there to be at a they did a big dinner together and they did a whole event thing uh but the first night uh i'm so me and the sisters are all are bunking together we've got uh we've got a suite together and so the first night they want to go out and i'm like Your all right sisters my si- my this, my sister and my stepsister is this sans gustin uh yes yes this is that i don't think they were together this is like a weird okay, timing understandable thing. um and so the deal became you know I, was, I like i didn't care i was like all right let's you guys want to go out let's all go out so we take a cab and wind up being a karaoke cab Ooh. uh and like everyone's sober we haven't really done anything yet right and right. so they're kind of like oh no it's okay <laughs> no 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 that's all right so on the way back we get in a it's a different van i know for a fact it's a different van because i was like I don't. I don't want to get in the karaoke van again. I don't, don't want to do the karaoke. Uh, van. I don't do it. I'm pretty drunk, and there's no telling what's gonna happen. So we get in one, and it's it's another karaoke. It's like a gimmick, I guess, that a bunch of them do. That's stupid. Well, he winds up driving us like an extra six blocks. Just a karaoke? Yeah. It cost you extra? Yeah. I wouldn't have paid. Like when we get there, <laughs> when we get back to our hotel that we're staying at, the fare was different, and like I didn't notice while we were driving, so I didn't say anything because if I I would have if I had noticed, I would have said something. Heck yeah, you would have. But but when we get back to the hotel, all of a sudden our fare is like twelve dollars more. Excuse me. And I was like, what just happened? 
And then I realized we'd been on the road for like six songs, and I was like, this dude took the long way just so we could carry it. I guess that's, I don't know. Is that that's smart of him? I mean, it's yes. shady, but it's better money for him. Shady business practices. Higher, higher fare, better tip. Yeah. It's like everyone's, when I upsell dessert when, when I wait a, tables. Like, everyone's, I don't know. everyone's drunk and singing songs, so they don't so care. They, they don't care. They don't oh, notice. This, it was... Thirty-five bucks to sing six songs in the yeah. Right. Here. I know I noticed because yeah. like when I was paying, I was like, we notice everything. We, yeah, we do. I, the next morning in the hotel, I was like, you guys each owe me twenty bucks because that second cab ride was y'all's fault. Right. <laughs> they're, they're like, they I don't, don't I don't even remember it. Okay. So great. Okay. Here yeah, you go. Here's here twenty go. bucks. Woo. Call mom. Yeah, but uh, it was it was definitely. And then another time we were following someone, <laughs> and the second cab driver didn't know we were following somebody. And he took a longer way. We got there about five minutes behind the other person. Excuse me, sir. That's and, not what I asked for. Right. And so when we get out, I was, he was like, yeah, it's going to be this. And I said, hey, how much did you just pay for yours? And he, he kind of starts looking. And they were like, yeah, it was this. I said, yeah, that's what we're paying because we were with them. We got in right after them, remember? And you were supposed to follow them. And he was like, oh, I, I, did, not, I, I did not realize that there was another – there was traffic. Nope, no, and, uh, and I said, no, no, we're not doing it, man. <laughs> That's gonna be enough for me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> now in Disney, they do have they the resort suggests you use Lyft uh, because they have mini vans. Uh, and they're vans uh, that are uh. like decorated like Minnie Mouse with a dress and stuff. Thought, like, yeah. Like we should use minivans, and so we did it because I yeah. wanted to hell a cab. Yeah. I didn't want to use an app, <laughs> but every time we saw a minivan, all the kids were like, "Oh look, it's a minivan!" And you're like, "We're ah. getting in those. Stop talking about it. Stop it right now." Uh, but yeah, man, it was super fun. I could talk more about it in the last segment. Let's do some other yeah, stuff in the next two. But yeah, man, this is a cool place to go. It's, it really is. Magic. No, it definitely is. I was thinking about that this week. So with the lottery stuff going on, <sighs> I was like, what would I do with $600 million? Um, and I looked at it, I was like, how much would it be to run and open a theme park? Yeah. Um, Just open and run a buffet. My... Uh, 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 you would I I would be like Jabba the Hutt within a year. <laughs> I'd have to live in the buffet after that. I'd have to build my apartment on top. Um, it was only it was like going to be within the winnings, and so I I, to open a theme park or to build one. How about you hold that thought? Okay, let's come back and let's talk about what we would do with our winnings. I like it. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Don't go anywhere, Conroe. We're coming back on this awesome Friday. Woo. Talk about our friends RNA Sports. So, oh, sorry. Right here in Conroe, they are at 3501 North Fraser Street. North Fraser. Also 35. They've got sports memorabilia out the wazoo. Any kind of uh, collectible, sports-wise, they've got it. Uh, they've also got some New Era and uh, Mitchell and Ness apparel. So they've got just everything. If you want sports stuff, go see our friends at RNA Sports up in Conroe. Tell them we sent you, and they will give you a 20% off a ticketed item. Yeah, hey, hi. Uh, this is Ernie Hudson, and I got to just give up great respect for Nerd Thug Radio and great respect for you guys for tuning in and listening. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Watch out. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. It's Ned. Thank you, Ned. Thank you. Wacha. So the biggest lottery is it the biggest lottery in, in American yeah, history. I, I believe so. The 1.6 billion, billion dollars. dollars. That's a lot of dollars. Um, so somebody won. However, one person, South Carolina, one solo person. ticket. And South Carolina is one of the eight states where you can remain anonymous, which is which is great person. for them. I hope the person remains anonymous. Um, they always talk about how like winning it exposes you to so much terrible stuff because right. like. I don't know why the other states make you go public. That's a weird rule if you yeah. really think about it. Why should you have to, like... Yeah. Although they also apparently investigate you when you win. Yeah, yeah, to make sure Like, you to verify cheat. that you didn't... Yeah, like, to verify you didn't cheat. How do you... Che- I don't understand how you cheat the lottery. Some dude in, like, Minnesota won, like, three lottos in, like, a four-year span, like, big ones, and he was cheating. Well, yeah, but he had a he had an inside connection to the ball f- people. Right. He well, had a, like, he maybe had a... this person had, a, had an inside connection to the balls. Bro, for $1.6 you oh. could bet I would have tried. Man, I tell you what, like, we were talking about it, and me and me and Allie had the debate: Would you take the payout, or do you take it over the the term of your life? So, can I give you the economics? What the what the economist tells she, you? She every did the time? same thing, but you go ahead. You you go okay? Give it to so us. the economist tells you you always take the annuity. The, no, 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 no. The economist tells you you take the uh, the payout because you should be able to gain returns at a higher rate 
than the increase of payments over. So because what the annuities are, they're structured in an increasing exponential fashion that's supposed to equal roughly the 1.6. You don't get exactly the 1.6 right, back. Right. It's a fund that someone's going to build that they expect will return 1.6 over yeah. 30 years. What so, happens in year 10 if the economy tanks? Right? That You're kind of SOL. That was one of my – she was like, yeah, but – you could probably get like a hundred thousand a month if you like. You couldn't live off of that. I was like, or well, I could just take nine hundred million and be done with it. Well, so here's what you get. So the nine hundred million is pre-tax. So if you tax at the highest rate, which thanks to Trump is lower than it's ever been, you would still you would you would have brought home about five hundred eighty-eight million cold hard bricks o cash. I'm okay with that. That's a lot of that's, that's a, a lot, lot of cheddar. I could live off that. That's a lot of ch- that's after taxes. Yeah. So that's your 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 I money. Mean, at least three um, years I could live off. Here's that. what Dad has always said. He was like, if I want like five million, I would just put it in the bank and live off the interest because the interest, even at like a one percent interest, is like fifty grand a year. That's an easy life if you have nothing, no debts, no anything. You could you could easily travel the world on fifty grand a year with no debts. Yeah. If you own, if you owned everything and had no debts. Fifty right. grand a year, you could do whatever you wanted because that's yeah, yeah. that's way more money than you really need. Because bills essentially are like seven hundred to eleven hundred dollars a month, depending on what you're doing. Right. So everything else would just be travel money, play money. Um, Ooh, love me to travel. The economist, the economist tells you take the lump sum because the economy grows at a faster rate than the exponential payments increase. So you actually are losing money by letting them handle your money. You should, you so, should be oh able to get God. more money. That way than any other way. So let's go back to this now. If you won the lotto, okay, I what's was, the first thing you would do? Um, my debts are pretty like they're low. I have debts. I have bad credit. Okay, you're gonna okay. So I clean up. So yeah, after I every, clean up everything, let's just that's, that's a wash. Yeah. If you make that much money, the first thing we're gonna do is pay off their debts and probably buy a house. Okay. Yeah. Done. Yeah. What's the worst? The first fun thing you're gonna do? Uh, so I I'd like full on looked into this because I was like I'm gonna win, so I need to be ready. Right. <laughs> um, Nothing else to do with my life. So in Montgomery County, they're selling 6,600 acres right now. Okay. Uh, they're asking for about 48 million. I would give them 50 million if they ask no questions about what's gonna happen on the land. Uh, 50 million cash. Write a check right there. Thank you. Give Go it to away. me, please. Um, you say that's uh, like 6,600 acres doesn't sound like a ton, right? Right. Uh, Disney is only. The parks are only 1,100 acres, and everything is only 2,700 acres. Oh, okay. So 6,600 6, acres, you could do quite a bit with. Going to build you a uh, theme park? I would. I would build me a theme park. What would you call it? Uh, I actually, so this is how crazy it got, right? <laughs> I went, <laughs> We're going in deep, boys. Uh, I was going to go to places like Blizzard, places like um, uh, Mad, uh, Wizards of the Coast, and okay. I was going to license long-term their properties to be at the theme park. So you're going to have like Overwatch rides, Magic the Gathering thing, like er, themed so areas. you're going to make it a nerdy theme park? The nerdiest theme park, but with some baller rides. Roller coasters are about $22 million to build. New modern steel roller coasters. So eight of those is about $160 million. Uh, and then you put in some smaller 3D ones. Uh, you put in some themed restaurants that fit the theme of the thing. Like all told, it was going to be about $480 million so in construction. You still have like $100 million left. Uh, four hundred eighty plus the fifty to buy it. You got about forty million sitting in your pocket. That funds first year, and if you broke even, you're good to you're good to go the rest of your ways. Whatever. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna take all my money. I bet it, dude. I would bet it big on and myself. Putting it all in the house. Um, listen, once I own enough, like if I set aside ten million dollars in like a little fund to pay me my fifty grand a year, I don't need the rest. You don't need the rest. I could ball out, I, dude. Look at dude, me now. I live I live bro. the weirdest lifestyle already. Yeah, I could ball out with with ten million in the bank forever. I'd go live in Europe for a. A year. <laughs> uh, just a year? Just for a year, yeah. I mean, I'll come back to the States eventually, but I would just go listen. I can jot down all the can, things I hear. Can I come with and you? And write a memoir. <laughs> but my, write it in a British accent? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I get it. I like it. My American Time in Europe. <laughs> that's a good, that's like an album title. Yeah. That's a punk rock album. It is, definitely. I'll make one of those too while I'm at it. Yeah, there you Why go. Not? Do whatever you need. Get Russell Brand. Nico, what would you do with almost $600 million? Well, obviously, the first step is to uh, buy an abandoned mall and live in it because it's always been one of my weird dreams. That is, you know what? Like, I do have this, like, <laughs> ever since Rob Deerdeck's Fantasy Factory where he bought that abandoned warehouse, like, yeah. I'm like, man, that would be a good idea. Like, just to buy an abandoned, like, warehouse and just turn it into a real house. Mall's a good idea. There's one. I what's never the even one thought on, about that. What's the I'll, one on 610 in uh, I-10? What's that called? Uh... Sharp, the homeless shelter, Sharp Town Mall, or yeah, something like something that. Something like that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You can buy Greenspoint. That thing's basically empty, right? Yeah, just or just buy you can buy out. an outlet mall. 
We could just build one. There's like right, yeah. You could just no, build no, one. no. You want to build one. You, you want to buy one You want yeah. a creepy old mall? Heck yeah. Do you really want to live in a creepy old mall? <laughs> oh, dude, okay, I love so, the so aesthetic. Right. <laughs> uh, Learn how to skate. I've always <laughs> yeah. had a dream of uh, a house, like a like a bigger house, where all the interior walls are one giant aquarium. That's kind of neat. That, that would take. That's a lot of effort. Yeah, but I mean, if <laughs> if I got six hundred million dollars, yeah, you pay somebody to clean it. I don't know. If you put the right fish in it, you never have to do it. Like, it'll be its own little ecosystem. Yeah. <laughs> Considering it's that big, yeah, probably. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm talking, like, real, like, like real foot and a half wide field. so you can put some things in there. Some things. Some sharks. No, no sharks. No sharks? No sharks. He's spooked. <laughs> yeah. I'm real spooked. <laughs> I would not want to wake up with a shark eye me while I slept. <laughs> I can that, totally see that happening that, to you. I would pee my bed. Uh, <laughs> the shark's looking at me again. Uh, I'm not getting out of the bed. <laughs> wow. I'm done with this. Yeah. Uh, I'm not getting out of the bed. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Why do we do it? What, an octopus? Uh, he would escape. Yeah, that's the only problem with that. Like, I'd be cool with it, except that he's probably smarter than me. Yeah. And so, like, he's watching me change the channels on the remote, and he's like, got it. Definitely, but he Builds his own remote out of coral. <laughs> then he changes the channel while I'm watching it. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Now I got an aggressive roommate. Like, I can't live with that. You're, you always have aggressive roommates. <laughs> what are you talking about? I can't deal with it. I can't deal with the octopus. Yeah. What else would you do, Nico? Uh, I would buy out an entire neighborhood and just <laughs> rent the entire thing out. I would own a neighborhood and live in a mall. He could just became like a real estate like yeah. tycoon. He's a mogul. Yeah, a real estate his, mogul. His five hundred eighty-eight million is worth six billion three years from now. And meanwhile, I'm living in an aquarium. He would, he would change his last name to just literally be DLG. Yeah, be like Nicholas DLG. That's it. Right. Yeah. He, that's it. Nicholas. You know what would be great is if you change it to Drumpf. <laughs> Drumpf. Drumpf. Yeah, you go Nicholas Trump's actual name. Go Nic- Drumpf. I'm Nicholas Drumpf. Nikolai Drumpf here. See? Nico- there it there is. You go. That's exactly. And then people don't know what to make of it. Right. And you can always pretend to be his lawyer like Kaiser Soze and unusual suspects. <laughs> what, what is going on with this guy? I have no idea. I don't know. I, don't I keep seeing him walking to that big mall, though. My employer would like me to do this. <laughs> No one ever knows it's you. <laughs> That's like the best idea you've ever had. Buy an abandoned mall and live in it. That is, that is, seems real spooky though. That's you could turn super every, big. You could turn every store into like a room. Right, you could do here's whatever Here's my video you want. game room. But there's like a, there's like 40 Here's my stores. Exactly. The Foley's is now a jungle gym. It's a big playground area. Right. Would you like, like knock out those walls and make like a big thing in the Foley? Like you could, you could like, do anything you wanted in this big yeah, mall. You really but could. what would you do? Uh, probably have a. I, I want like one of those little zip line things, like yeah. across the mall. You gotta buy one that has a. Uh, Nico's gonna <laughs> wind up King Bones like two minutes after he buys the. Oh, mall. you gotta yeah. buy one that has a movie theater in it. Yeah. yeah. Gotta buy a mall with a movie theater. That's legit. It. That's a that's a must. Or you could just and install gotta, one in three of the forty rooms. Right. right. And yeah. you've got to like. That's also an option. You've got to restart the two Chinese restaurants and have people that are there making Chinese food. Right, yeah. Time. I keep the, the, and I the, buy the whole one. thing. And I'm like, you stay. And the food court st- stays. <laughs> the food court stays. <laughs> and I'll pay for your employees. <laughs> everyone else has to go. How weird well, would it be to have three, like eight food court stores for you? Well, and then you're paying people in your own house to eat food. <laughs> Victoria's Secret, you can stay too. Mm, we'll stay open. Talk about that. We'll stay open. Uh, but everything else is going to close down. <laughs> uh, we'll open up the arcade. Leave the carousel. <laughs> I want to ride it. Oh. I want to ride the carousel. I want hammocks in the carousel. Oh, hammocks. oh man. Man. Then I could nap laying down instead of sitting up. This is brilliant. <laughs> God forbid we ever come across some money. Oh, <laughs> Just the most irresponsible the, purposes. The, the behind the scenes that they would make about Rich Us would be oh. tragic and hilarious at the same time. It would be a good MTV show. People people close to us talking about us now that we're dead would be like, they would be That's laughing would as they're telling the story. I would buy a mall and then I would go to MTV and be like, hey, you want to shoot a show about me? <laughs> Turning this mall into a, to a, a playhouse. <laughs> a playhouse? It's my playhouse. <laughs> And the best part is that once you get really bored, you could just go to the other side and start living on that side. Yeah. You know what? It's always something to do in the mall house. I'll turn, I'll turn the East End into like little Chinatown. Live there for a while. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I don't like it, I'll turn the West Side into like, I'll mock it up like it's like downtown England. Now I'm going to live over there for a minute. Got the red light district on the North Side. And the South Side's a casino with a taco truck. That's, that's where I'm going to be. That sounds fantastic. That's where you can find me. With a taco truck. <laughs> With a taco truck. So a food court and a taco truck. With a strip club somewhere in there. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Turn the Babbage's into a strip club. I always feel like that was like a hyper fancy place anyway. <laughs> like, Oh, man. They have free steaks here. This is this is the greatest idea you've ever had, Nico. My mind is I running. just love that there'd be like 60 people working there. Like <laughs> 
I have a butler for house. Sh- a butler like, oh, for no, sure. my job. And like, oh, no, you're fine. No, no, you guys are good. Yeah, totally. I'm going to need you here. I'd carpet the whole place. <laughs> carpet everywhere. No more tile. I want to be able to lay down and take a nap. You have to get a writing vacuum cleaner? Yeah. <laughs> I want to be able to lay down and take a nap at any place I want. That's fair. That Man, you know what? Like, that's the ultimate... That's what I want to win the lottery for. <laughs> so that there's nap. like a six-guy team behind me everywhere I go carrying a mattress. And when I clap <laughs> my hands, they lay the mattress <laughs> down time. somewhere, and I'm out. <laughs> All right, we're out from this segment. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to get into some more Nerd Thug Radio. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Abel Andrew Jackson here, the face of professional wrestling. I need you to stand up for greatness and always listen to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Ow! I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. It's Ned. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Before we get rolling off, Corey DLG, tell everybody about our friend BMAC over at Space Cadets Gaming. Gaming. I can do that. Space Cadets Gaming Gaming is the place to go to get your game on. Uh, we are there regularly. Actually, we haven't been in a little bit. We need to. I, I need to get back in there. They're doing hero clicks. They do Friday Night Magic. They do Dungeons and Dragons regularly, a lot. We need to be up there. We need to be having a good time, hanging out and playing with our buddy B Mac at Space Cadets Gaming. Gaming. They got all kinds of free demo games that you can play and experience, and then you learn the different game. Like if you see a game up there, you're curious about. More than likely, they have a version of that on demo that you can play and go. Oh, you know what? We're gonna have a blast playing I the real like game. That. Let's get into it. Uh, and so. It's good. It's a really interesting place. It's family friendly. It's fun. The staff is knowledgeable and very helpful. Space Cadets Gaming Gaming is the place to go to get your game on. If you mention Earth Dog Radio, you get uh twenty percent. Twenty percent. Man, I blanked. The <laughs> you were like entire ah. <laughs> Which item. means if you won the six hundred million dollar lottery, yes. you spend all six hundred million there, you would save a hundred and twenty million dollars. That's true. That's a lot of millions. You would right, but you would. Spend a lot for me back, and he would love you forever. Right. Yeah. You'd be spending $480 million. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit of uh, nerd movie news. It's probably been a <gasps> while since you guys, what do you got? You guys tried to talk a little bit about Venom, huh? Venom. We did. Uh, cool. Young Nico has seen it. and did so you, Did you like it? Yeah, it was pretty good. I'm going to go see it this week. I enjoyed it. He said um, the musical number in the middle was a little weird. Okay. Well, that sounds no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, I was getting excited. A little Tobey Maguire throwback. <laughs> All right. Um, so this week, or the past couple weeks, they have canceled on Netflix. Yes. Oh yeah. Season three of Iron Fist. Oh no. And season three of Luke Cage. And we we, we talked, talked about, about Iron, Iron Fist. Fist. We didn't get to Luke Cage yet. So they've canceled both of them now. Yes. The Luke Cage one. This is interesting. I don't know. Did you or what are you about to go into on it? Continue. Okay. So this was interesting because it was a foregone conclusion they were going to renew it. They were already making plans. Mm-hmm. The writers' contracts were already called back on. They had already been working on the the storyline and who's going to write what and blah blah blah. Luke Coulter, the actor, is married to one of the VPs of Netflix. Right. And apparently there became an internal struggle on the show and Netflix called for a change in the writer's room and the show pushed back and so the show got canceled. Oh, wow. So, yeah, the so the showrunner for Daredevil, I think he worked on um, Iron Fist, I think, is now like, I don't know what's happening with Netflix and Marvel moving forward. And they've got Jessica Jones three. I think it's going to come out for sure. Well, and, and they still control the characters because of the Defender stuff, right? Um, and they got Punisher, and they have Daredevil, right? And Jessica Jones, yes. Um, so, I mean, Daredevil's been super successful. It's been yeah, the best there's no doubt about that. Yeah, I mean, do season, they? New do you think they might out? come back and be like, okay, let's do a um, what are what are they? The def- uh, Heroes for Hire. 
I think that's a possibility. I think that's a possibility. Um, from Luke Cage and from Iron Fist also came the Daughters of the Dragon, which right. is Misty Knight and uh, I'm blanking on the other girl. Uh, Colleen Wing. Colleen, thank you. Jeez. You're welcome. <laughs> um, struggling over there. Yeah, I really am. So all of a sudden, you've got the four characters that could be Heroes for Hire. Right, right. And you could do one show, and it would save you money because you're only doing one show instead of the two. And Iron Fist got a lot better it in did. season two. The evolution of the show was stronger. Uh, they took it in a better direction for the character. Um, but they also kind of said this isn't these characters aren't going away. Right, uh, and there's a lot of overlay because Luke Cage and Jessica Jones in Marvel Comics have a, a very strong relationship. Yes, they do. They have a baby together, and also um, Claire Danes, right? Is that her name? Who plays Night Nurse? Uh, Rosario Dawson. Rosa- yeah, Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson. I don't know why I said Claire Danes. Yeah, that's where not did that come from. I was blanking on a white girl, and I was like, "Where is he going with this?" Um, she's no longer involved with the. the Marvel no, her contract's up. up. Yeah, so yeah, she's done. But also, um, I didn't have a character. I don't. I have. I'm not. I'm not to the end of Luke Cage, but I thought her character walked away at the end of that. Oh, so. she did. Okay. Oh, okay. Like in the middle of it. Okay. Yeah. So um, there's that. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it was kind of a big news, you know, for the the Netflix Marvel. The first, uh, you know, the the first negative reviews you got were uh, Iron Fist season one. But it uh, but it immediately got, better, got the season two. Um, and it did well. And right now you have uh, the two cancellations, and I think I think Iron Fist. But yeah, but you're right. The characters aren't going away. So right. what's happening? I think Iron Fist got canceled because so Netflix is really big on on bragging about the views. Yeah. And they've got an internal formula that they use to evaluate what the views equate to and people who come back. Uh, There's a romantic comedy that's somewhere on Netflix um, that is repeat viewers or like watching it at like a 40% clip, et cetera, et cetera. So they know. Is it love? I don't know. I don't remember the name. It's a movie. It's a movie, not a show. But so they know. Like, they're tracking, and they know what they consider a hit and not a hit, gotcha. even though that no one buys stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, they never really said anything positive about Iron Fist post-season one or two. Right. So that one I, I completely understand. After the second try, you know, they took their criticisms of season one, and they said, okay, let's make it better. It made it better. It still didn't get watched enough to meet their internal measures, and they said, okay, we don't need to keep throwing money after money. Um, plus, we have the character under contract. We can wrap him up into other stuff. It's not right. that big of a deal. Um, a Heroes for Hire show would be awesome. It really would be. And I wonder I wonder if the, the Iron Fist cancellations is what led to changes in the Luke Cage writer room. Possibly. Because Luke Cage doesn't... The themes of the story that they're telling of the black guy in Harlem being a hero for his people isn't the story that overlaps with the Heroes for Hire no. story. Especially when you get to the end. You'll find out that it's... Way different. Yeah, and I'm not... Where the, yeah, and I'm where not, the Iron yeah. Fist thing is going. Okay, and so I think that in order to kind of wrap them back together, they need to make changes. They need to go in a different direction. They right. need to tell a different story. And so maybe that's what needs Maybe that's what needs to happen. Maybe that's what they were looking for. Maybe so. Um, I, I mean, I'm really intrigued by the idea that a showrunner would rather lose his show than change his writers, though. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Right, because you still want to at least get your story out and make yeah, your no. show. <laughs> if yeah. it's not the way I want it, it's not worth getting... <laughs> You know, there's a lot of people like that in the, in the community, and, and that's a, that's one way to do it, but that also means at the end of the day, when the stuff comes out, you might not be the guy who made it. Right. So Edgar Wright worked on Ant-Man for 10 years, and then right before go time, he had a meeting with Kevin Feige of Marvel Studios Films, and the Feige said, the, I don't like it. The Feige said, listen, we need it to be more this than that, and he didn't want to play the game, and they, he's gone. they found a guy who wanted to play the game. That's and as simple as that. There it goes. Um, have you seen the new uh, Star Trek news? Uh, I, this is interesting. I don't know how I feel about it. So, have you heard it? No. Go so, ahead, tell uh, it blows mine. It's uh, CBS All Access. I think is where it's going to go. Is that where it's going? Oh, I believe okay. so. Okay. Uh, they're making an animated Star Trek cartoon. All right. Written by. Well, created by the the creators of. Cr- written by the creators of Rick and Morty. Oh, what? <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> I love Star Trek. I love Rick and Morty. Oh, that's like a match made in heaven. Let's put them together and see what happens. I just don't. This is their response to the Orville. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it is. Because it's about like a lower level, like crew members. It's not like about anybody big and famous. Like, can right. do whatever they want to do. This is their comedic take on Star Trek to rival Orville. I, I feel, well, I feel like they realize, just like Star Wars started to realize there were other, there was, there was more yeah. room to grow. Well, Star Trek, okay, to be fair, 
Like I'm, I'm just becoming more of a Trekkie in the last year, year and a half. True. And to be fair with Star Trek, they've done a lot more with other stories. Yeah. Than Star Wars. Every did. show is its own story. Right. Um, different ships and all kinds. Which of stuff. you're right is a step away from Star Wars, but. They've always been captains on the edge of the yes, frontier. Yes, that is true. And I think the Enterprise is in all of them. I think the Enterprise is like the really the star of those. Each iteration is another version I of the Enterprise. So. I think so. And I think that's part of their story. I think Deep Space Nine was a space station. Yes. Um, but the other ones are all driving the Enterprise, the new right. version of the Enterprise. Um, but they didn't, unlike Star Wars, they didn't stick, they didn't to, stick with one little family. They didn't stick to the Shatner and the Leonard Nimoy characters. Right, although the movies have... The movies have gone back and started with yeah, Captain Yeah, exactly. That's what everybody knows you know, most of. Uh, but yeah, you're right. With the TV, they branched out with TV shows and all sorts right. of stuff. So um, this sounds super fun. It does sound funny, and, and they, I think they at least sort of felt like they could they could do new things, right? And I think this kind of reminded them. I think Orville reminded them there are so many more layers to this. There's a lot more out there that we could do besides just the normal stuff, right? Just the Captain of the Enterprise stuff. Although, I mean, man, like you could do any story you want, and, and Star Trek always did do that. They had. Very different episodes within a season, a very different tones within every episode. It's a little bit like Buffy the Vampire Slayer in that regard, where they could kind of go anywhere and tell any story, and I, I really liked that. Me too. So I just started watching, um, uh, what was that show that uh, Allie <laughs> came on and she was really liking? Oh, um, oh Roswell. Roswell. Yeah, we ordered the season one on the DVD. Please, oh, tell me it's, please tell me it's terrible. It's awesome. I hate you. Both of my kids are like, this show is awesome. Let's watch it. You Catherine Heigl's on it. That's how I know it's bad. Yeah, you it's watch so the worst stuff. I have the greatest taste in TV. You watch some awful things. That's why I was late coming to record because I was finishing <laughs> up an episode. <laughs> I wasn't watching the game. I was finishing up an episode. You watch some really bad TV. I, I used, just want you to know that. I used their intro song as the, as the song for that episode. Did, did so nice. good. Nice. <laughs> it's so good. It's a very apparent, though, that Twilight ripped off Roswell. Oh. Um, that makes sense. I just want you, if you have time, okay. do this for research purposes. Oh, God. I'll let you borrow the disc. I want you to watch the pilot episode okay. Okay. of Roswell, which came out in 99, and right. Twilight wasn't written until 2008, and tell me it wasn't a ripoff. Um, or they at least pulled stuff from that. They might have. So here's here's the origin story of Twilight. Uh, I know this because my mom... How about you save the origin okay, story for Twilight it. for the next segment? And before we get to the next segment... What do you got? Talk about Rich and RNA Sports. Oh, man. 3501 North Frazier right there. RNA Sports. He doesn't Sports. even know his own address, but he knows Rich's. That's right. I have to look mine up to order pizza, but I know where Rich's <laughs> is all the time. I know where Rich is every day. Every day. Uh, 3501 North Frazier, RNA Sports... Uh, they have all kinds of great sports and pop culture memorabilia. It's the place to go to look thing, uh, to have a good time and buy the sports things that you're looking for. The Astros season just ended. He was doing a sell in the Astros gear, forty percent off. I believe that's over now. Uh, Rudy Tomjanovich is going to be there December eighth. He's got so many people. I know he's got a bunch. Black I can't even Friday? keep up. Yeah, Black, Black Friday, Friday weekend. He's huge. got a bunch of stuff. Heywood Jeffries is going to be there. Yes, Rudy from the movie yeah. Rudy's going to be there. <laughs> Uh, he's got uh, Glenn Hang Wilson. Hang on, Nico, have you seen the movie, Rudy? No, I've seen parts of it, though. Okay. Right. Astros fame, Glenn Wilson and J.R. Richards are going to be there. He's got a lot of people. He's like, got some stuff He's got stuff on. coming up. Every month, there's big things happening. Duh, December 9th is the two guys from Sandlot. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, and Smalls, I think. Uh, you need, Squints and Smalls. If you hear the sound of our voice talking to you right now, you need to go to Facebook and you need to like and follow RNA Sports because they are posting stuff nonstop. And even whenever he doesn't have somebody in store, he's going to signings. Like yeah. he's going to this huge show in Chicago. Yes, I was mentioning um, that. Bregman's going to be there. So if you want stuff signed by him, he's going to get a, into a private signing with King Griffey Jr. Right. I mean, he is all over the place. And so if there's something you're looking for, he's the guy to talk to to find he it. He is the guy. Yeah, absolutely. You want sports? He's your guy. RNA Sports, 3501 North Frazier. Uh, it's a 20% off an item if you mention Nerd Thug Radio. There you go. Let's jump out to a break. When we come back, we're going to hear the origin of Twilight. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen of Nerd Thug Radio Listening Kingdom, let me tell you about my friend Space Cadets Gaming Gaming right there in Oak Ridge. You cross Robinson Road away from the Woodlands Mall, and you will wind up at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, the family-friendly number one place to go to get your game on. They got Dungeons & Dragons going on nightly. They got Friday Night Magic. They got a Vanguard and all kinds of great games. They have demo games. They have a knowledgeable staff. They have family-friendly atmosphere. This is where you go. 
Ooh, I'm so excited. This is where you go now that summer is over and school is starting. This is where you go to get your game on, okay? They got all kinds of board games, anything you're looking for. They got all the different guidebooks for Dungeons and Dragons and all the different role-playing games. They got different Star Wars. They got everything you could possibly want, need, or look for in a gaming store. Space Cadets Gaming Gaming right there in Oak Ridge. Satan Earth Radio sent you, and you will get 20, 20%. Is that right? 20% off your ticket. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Ow. I am your captain, the Joey Savage, aka Savage Savage Not Average, aka, AKA. the captain. I'm practicing for when I go on the Brock Baker show. Oh yeah, the Hooligan Hour. Yeah, you get to throw a bunch. He, of- he always does this like, "Yo, I'm Brock Baker, aka the Hooligan, aka Mr. Abilene, aka this, aka that." So I gotta be able to match him. Mr. Abilene? I don't know. I just made that up. He's okay. from Abilene. I was about to say, who wants to be Mr. Abilene? That is not a good deal. Uh, Broccoli Baker. Yeah, let him know I said that's not a good one. <laughs> when he starts doing like, broccoli I was like, Baker. a.k.a. Broccoli Baker. <laughs> uh, but you're listening to us on 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Worldwide at. IRLoneStar.com. Um, that's Corey DLG. Yes, of course. Sorry. Uh, hey, guys, it's me, Ned. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, Ned. Whatever. Uh, let's talk about my, my friend, the Nerd Ninja, over at Cox ATA Yeah, Martial let him know. Let him uh, know. He is the leader of ATA Martial Arts in North Houston with two convenient Locations. Whoosh-a. There's one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. The one in Conroe is next to the Academy off North, North Loop 336. I always say Norp every time. Norp, I Norp. That. Every time. Uh, there's one in You're Magnolia. combining North and Loop? Yeah. There's one in Magnolia Norp. off of FM 1488. Uh, they've got all kinds of stuff. they got stuff for people who are three all the way up to 103. I change it every time. Really? But, uh, yeah. Can you 103? If you want to do our Taekwondo, they got oh. you. Oh, teach you have you to, to do stuff boards. and be 103. They teach self-defense. They teach all kinds of crazy martial arts. Uh, they do like a Tai Chi class now, I think. Uh, he's got all kinds of stuff going on. Adult self-defense, child self-defense. They do tons of cool seminars. Ooh, like I need to learn how to protect myself from children. That's they, a good one. <laughs> they did like <laughs> a uh, active shooter seminar not too long ago. Oh. They do those every once in a while, which okay. is, is pretty neat. Um, and all they do is train champions. That's all they do. All they do Two is world win, champions, win, win, multiple no district champions, what. a plethora of state champions. That's a big word. Uh, but yeah. If you want to see him, if you mention Nerd Thug Radio, they'll give you two free weeks of training when you go there. So go see the Nerd Ninja. Because uh, at ATA Martial Arts, we build leaders, we teach life skills, and we leave a... Legacy. Ah, so that's what we were doing in the mouse. We were... Uh, Sadie Savage was competing. Okay. Uh, All right. I like it. Two silvers and a gold. That's a... Man. Yeah, that's her, that's her best good. showing in the four years that she's gone. So really? Pretty, pretty exciting. It's all going for your boys. Yeah. Pretty there you go. good. That's pretty the good. one she got... Uh, so we went to compete on Friday. She did. Um, and it's like the creative form where you do like little tricks and stuff. Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so in her age group, though, there's Does no she know any magic tricks? Uh, several. Okay. But in her age group, um, they don't separate first degree black belts from anything else. It's any black belt competes. So she's competing oh. in second degrees, third degrees. Yeah, that's tough. Um, and some of them are pretty good. Yeah. And so I was like, Sandy, if you get third place, I'll be happy. Like, like I'm not, I don't expect much. These girls are really good. Just go have fun. Like, just yeah, get Shake it all out so we can do have a good tomorrow. She had to get in second place. I was like, hey, that's there awesome. Go. That's awesome. Uh, all right, so I'm going to talk more about Disney hopefully here in a minute. But before I do that, we promise you the origin oh, of Twilight right. sin from Corey DLG. Okay, so the sad reason I know this is uh, obviously growing up I wanted to be a writer. Uh, in about do it. <laughs> 2006 or seven, the self-publishing thing started getting kind of growing real big. And uh, Joyce all, Meyer, right? Uh, I believe so. And all of a sudden, my mom, who was she never, I was always like, well, maybe I'll just self-publish. She was always like, no, that's that's dumb. Uh, all of a sudden, she was like, you know, self-publishing is not a bad thing. <laughs> and I was like, where were you like three years ago when I was? But so one day she goes, hey, did you know about this Twilight stuff? And I said, well, I know it's a big deal. She goes, well, the first book was self-published, and then she got signed because of it. I said, okay, that's cool. She said, yeah. She said she had a dream. And in the dream was a like an entire conversation between her and the vampire, and apparently that's like the middle scene of the book when they first meet, and then she built like the whole story out of her dream there. I so, wrote the first my first screenplay that's yet to be finished based off a dream I had. See, well, no, there's listen. Inspiration comes from all places. When you mentioned though that they might have stolen it from Roswell, though, the reason I bring that up is so I had a dream about Roswell. <laughs> so like when writers write, you know. You don't know sometimes where everything comes from, and it mm-hmm. kind of all doves tells together. And ideas that you've had for years, you go back and read something old that you read before, and you're like, 
Oh, that's really that's where it that's, came from. Yeah, that's really so I can see like her watching Roswell in '99. Five years later, she's building her story, and she's like, whatever. This I don't know what the similarities are. So, so when I was writing, start to write the screenplay for my for my uh, movie, that's it's a horror movie almost. Oh, I remember this. I don't, yeah, even, yeah, yeah. I don't even like horror films. You don't. You're um, easily scared. But it was and based. It was based a off baby. a dream I had. But yeah, when I started writing, I definitely pulled stuff from. The Quentin Tarantino films that I liked, and yeah. uh, the Rob Zombie like. Well, and you can definitely homage things and be yeah. like, "I want this in there from there," and you can make it obvious so that people see it's an homage. But then there's just subtle things that writers do, where certain characters start to like take on things from past things that you enjoy, right, right. and you don't even necessarily see it yourself. I don't want to spoil Roswell, okay? Because it's so good. Yeah, I got to be honest; it's a hundred years old, and no one cares. But I definitely want you to watch the pilot, and then we'll discuss it at a later date. Okay, and tell okay. me what you think. I will do this whenever we rec- whenever we never. do Monday show. I'm gonna bring you the first disc, okay, and have you watch the pilot. I might even rewatch it with you because oh. it's that good. Wow, that wow. dedication, that good. Um, so yeah, so Disney was great. Have you when you went um, as a wee lad? Yes, yes, yes. Because um, you went when uh, young Nicolas here was young, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We um, went. Nico was middle schoolish, kind of. Did you guys like. do the uh, yeah uh, dinner with Chef Mickey? Have you done that? Uh, we did breakfast. We always did we breakfast. Did, yeah, we did a breakfast with the characters. So everything in, in the mouse is super expensive. Yeah. Right? So uh, we didn't do the dining plan because we were going to be on the run a lot. Oh, um, going here might have been a tactical error there. Uh, we did a bunch of stuff. Well, I mean, like, so Thursday we were literally at Worldwide of Sports most of the day. Right. Uh, same thing on Saturday. And Sunday we planned to spend most of the day at Disney Springs in the park. So it's like, yeah. So we took, we took uh, boxes of cereal, those little mini cereals. Yeah. And then uh, bought a gallon of milk when we were there. Okay. And we ha- so we had breakfast, but we uh, had lunch one day, and it was like seventy bucks. Yeah. For nothing. Yeah. Really. <laughs> nothing really. So uh, a breakfast sandwich. No, what we had we had regular dinner. I had like a Chinese bowl. The girls had pasta. William had a pizza. But we did do, and I highly recommend this if you go to Disney. When you go to the resorts, there's these cups. Yes. They're $18.99. Yep. But you can refill them as many, as times. many times as you want at any resort you're at. That yeah. That allows it. Oh, uh, it's amazing. I no longer like Cherry Coke. <laughs> <laughs> you had so much? I had so much Cherry Coke, I'm no longer a fan. So Universal had the same thing, and there's a chip on the bottom, because when I first yes. bought the cup, I didn't have it in the right way, and they were like, illegal cup. And I was like, bro, this cup is legal. It's right. got its paperwork. Like, we're I legit. Sold my, I sold my cups to somebody coming in for like five bucks. Did you really? No. but That would have been smart. Because mine lasted until like November 2nd. Yeah, that would have been real smart. Um, So these things are actually really uh, – so the, the sister just went, and she took the, the, the right, Nino's right. and all that. And, yeah, man, like the meal plan is economically the way to do it because – they, so they did a they did a breakfast with them and then a dinner with them with the characters. Expensive. Uh, so super expensive. Yeah, we won't talk pricing, but I talked to uh, yeah, I, I talked to Gustan. Yeah, they, and he was like, Ugh. They, they dropped about four hundo on on the the yeah. character. So now I will give you this advice: if you're not a soda drinker and you just want to drink the tea, the coffee, the water, or the hot cocoa, I would say even still get the cup. You don't have to use the cup. Uh, well, the cup has those things in it, not the cocoa, but it's got the others. But, like, the tea and the water and stuff is on the side. You don't even need your mug. That's you true. You can take your Yeti. Just fill your Yeti up. That's true. You're, you're right about that. Um, but, yeah, we definitely got our fill. I don't like cherry cola anymore. <laughs> um, you also food, get a free Icy, and, and food, I rocked the Icy, man. The food wasn't – I mean, the food's okay at the, the thing. So, like, I literally – we woke up Friday. Our plan was we'd already gotten reservations to go dinner with Mickey. I was like, I cannot wait for this buffet. I'm going to eat till I puke. <laughs> that is my goal here. This is the goal. Um, this is the plan. Was, the food was actually really good there. All the characters came around. You take pictures with them. They interact with like every table. Yeah, so yeah. It's we, real nice. You know, it was like going to a theme park, price wise, a little less. Yeah, but I mean, it was a two hours of fun. Yeah, it's a big experience for the the kids. Like to do that stuff. Right, and then it's you about have, the kiddos. And then you the don't have to. When you go to. We went to the actual Magic Kingdom. We didn't have to wait in the lines to see the characters. We've already because we already met them. Yeah. So instead, we rode Space Mountain four times in a row. <laughs> the real way to do that. Man, I tell you what. So we got there and we rode um we rode something first and then uh oh, I'm famous. You are? So have you done the uh, Monsters Inc show there? The Laughing Door? Oh, oh yeah. no, 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 I yeah, haven't. Yeah. So you do the Laughing Door and like you can text in jokes. Yeah. And they'll use them during the show. They picked my my joke. Uh, Cuz it's probably a terrible dad joke. I use my uh what do you call a cow with no legs joke? Uh, Ground beef. 
<laughs> that's that's uh, not that's bad. They said this joke's from Joey from Houston, Texas. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, that's me. That's, that's me. me. Um, Honestly, I did that. <laughs> so we did that, and then the they, the kids and Allie wanted to ride Splash Mountain. Okay, it's October. Whack. It is 6:30 p.m. I said, you guys realize we're gonna get wet and we're gonna be cold the rest of the night. And they're like, oh no, we'll be fine. We'll dry off. We got stuck. On Splash Mountain. Oh, no. Going to the first, like, big, you know, the water pushes you through. Yeah. Well, there wasn't enough water, like, because some of the other ones got stuck closer together. So, like, there wasn't anybody coming behind us to help push us up. So, we got stuck on the ramp. And on the right-hand side is where they c- you come down the big drop. <laughs> the dude in the last. So, we were going to sit in the last row because we get the least wet. Yeah. But young Willie Savage is like, no, I'm going to be a beast. Let's go in the front row, Dad. I'm like, okay. Had we sat in the back, we got stuck for three passes. That dude was soaking wet when we got off. I bet he was real happy about that. He was not. I mean, he was a foreigner, so he was like, hey. And, like, Allie was in front of him, so she was, like, catching some of it. Like, she was wearing jeans. So it took a while for those to dry. Yeah. I said, oh, yeah, no problem. We'll We'll dry dry off. Hey. You fool. <laughs> I uh, I I did you do the did you complete the mountain tour did you do Thunder Mountain as oh well? yeah we did Thunder Mountain three times Space Mountain the Dwarf one so Splash the, Mountain the thing that blows my mind is uh the niece the tiniest of all of them yeah. Lincoln is already as big as she is essentially she's the thrill rider yeah oh so, excellent so she did the Tower of Terror oh just like me when I was yeah. small <laughs> but not Easton but East I don't think he, no yeah he was like he he had some uh some night terror nightmare issues after they did the haunted house thing. Oh, okay. So they were like, yeah, you don't have to do this one if you don't want to. And he was like, good. Yeah, I don't want to. It was funny. So William's teacher, was the last thing we got to jump out in the show. William's teacher gave him a journal to write every day. Okay. So when he wrote about his time at at, um, uh, at Magic Kingdom, he put the roller. He's like, I rode four roller coasters. He rode, I rode Space Mountain. It was super fast. I rode Splash Mountain and I got wet. I rode, uh, (laughs) what he said, I rode Thunder Mountain. It gave me chest pains. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote the Seven Doors Mine. I cried a little. <laughs> but I had super fun. <laughs> we, got, we got to the Doors one, and he was just, like, screaming. I'm, like, holding him tight. He's like, no. Ah, ah. After he's like, that was fun. Let's do it again. I'm like, okay. You had a panic attack in there. <laughs> <laughs> made my chest hurt. <laughs> yeah, made, he came off the Thunder Mountain the first time. He's like, I have chest pains. <laughs> I was like, do you want to write it again? He's like, yeah, let's do it again. Let's do it again. <laughs> yeah, apparently they can. you can tag it, like, with your social media or something, so they'll send you all your you set up an account and they'll send you all your like your so i know where the cameras go in splash yeah. mountain so me and say i'll show you some of the photos i got they're pretty good so there's video of the niece doing the 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 tower drop thing yep. it's a six-story drop and you can see she's in between uh, her parents yeah and you can see them both look at her because like nothing fits her right because yeah. she was exact they measure her four times she's exactly tall enough the height and so yes. when the thing drops like she flies, like she goes, she goes up. up a little bit. She raises up, and like both of them are like, "Uh, are we going to all make it back down? Hold her tight." <laughs> that was me when I was four years old. <laughs> when I was five years old, I rode Space Mountain. It scared the living crap out of me. Thanks, right. Andy. Right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, mom does not let people not ride rides. That's going to wrap up this Friday edition of Nerd Thug Radio. Uh. Don't forget the podcast drops today at six oh one p.m. We'll be back Monday from. 2 to 3 on Lone Star Community Radio. Yeah. And you catch it at Vinyl Drought Radio every Tuesday and Thursday from 6 to 7 p.m. For the Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG, and Ned. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel.